This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have pro man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right. Shohei Itani isn't boring. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Shohei Itani isn't boring, and, it's, uh, and that's in in turn makes baseball not being boring. In turn, um, makes us talk about Shohei Itani and his future and the future of baseball. And there's nobody better to talk about all of this than Ed Hand, free agent correspondent. Ed, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, you know, not too many free agents to correspond about. Uh... Really left. It's kind no, of that's why we're tr- that's what we're turning the page. It's a fair yeah, once. Here, it. Here's the thing, Ed. Once Jorge Alfaro signed, we're turning the page to the next off season. That's how it yeah. works. No, it's true. Once no more Alfaro, no thank you. <laughs> we put that on the bar stickers. No Alfaro, no thank you. Um, although that be, that might be perceived as a, a, a negative connotation when it's a positive connotation. So be it. Uh, but we do know that still Michael Waka, as we tape this, still sits there, which bizarrely. But is yeah, that, that's, that's the most that's the most bizarre one, right? Of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. In a in a year where starting pitchers are making bank and getting all kinds of uh kinds of years, he's just sort of sort of been there, uh available but unattainable for whatever reason. <laughs> I guess uh, he is attainable, <laughs> just not on his terms. But you know, we're not here to talk. We've talked about Michael Walker on like fifteen podcasts. He's he's when when he signs, we can talk about him again. But um, I think it's a great conversation. I'm actually looking forward to this a lot uh, about basically the biggest news that's going to happen in baseball. Once this year gets going, once you get to the trade deadline, once the offseason happens, Shohei Itani is uh, is slated to be a free agent or is going to be eligible to be a free agent after the 2023 season. It is uh, a candidacy. I'm going to say this, Ed. It's a free agent candidacy like we've never seen before. And because not only because he's going to make more money, assuming he stays healthy, but he's going to make more money than anybody has ever before. But because of what he represents and because of the entire package. And I, mean, I think that he's he if he became the next five or the next 
the first $500 or $500. If he became the first $500 player, then yes, that would be, uh, that would be something. But if he became the first $500 million player, it wouldn't surprise me at all. That's where I'll start with this. Ed, when you look at what Otani right now, pers- per, the perspective of we have they have with him right now, what do you think? Do you think he'll make five hundred million dollars? Yeah, I do, and it's just because there's nothing. I, I think that with some players, there's that worry that you know, like I can get somebody comparable to, to him for cheaper. So why would we offer him this much now that everybody's going to be wanting that? There's nobody you can compare to Otani. You know, there aren't two people that are, there's nobody else that's an all-star at two positions, let alone a potential Cy Young award winner and MVP at multiple positions. It's pretty insane how and, 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 good he and, is. And, and to me, you're not even mentioning the reason I think that he's going to reach that 500 million, which is the business side of it, which is, there has been nobody who who has played the game of baseball who has potentially more impact on the business of a baseball team than Shohei Itani. I mean, it is, and all you do need to do, Ed, is look at the Angels. The Angels have arguably the two best players in baseball. Business wise, it's not even close. I mean, we we keep fitting Mike Trout this square peg in a round hole in terms of marketing him. Well. Otani is not a square peg in a round hole. Otani is, you know, the guy who is the obvious, obvious, obvious money maker for any team that signs him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's young, he's talented, he's handsome, he's charismatic. You know, he you can put him on anything and he'll sell it. And, you know. He's also it's the international part can't be underestimated either. There's a massive market, not just in Japan, but all of Asia. The rest of the world, you look at this guy, you associate him with baseball. What team isn't going to want that? Just from that, and that, that's ignoring the stuff that I mentioned before about like the 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 God given talent that he has. It's really there hasn't. I I think about Aaron Judge this year. I think about some of the other guys we talked about. It's not even close to what Otani brings. He really no. is the full package. Yeah, and it, it's funny because Aaron Judge, it, uh, Aaron Judge, maybe isn't. Uh, super comparable in terms of reaching the even getting over four hundred million because he he was a little up there in age in ter- in ter- when he signed he didn't have as many years left. Um, but that said, the Yankees did pay for the business of Aaron Judge, the market marketability of Aaron Judge. We have to factor in this with all this when we look at any of these guys. Like it's, and Bryce Harper was another example of this when they signed Bryce Harper. It was you. This is a guy who, who was in the previous years leading up to that that contract. Ed, he was hitting in the two forties. I know batting average, uh, you know whatever, <laughs> but still he was hitting in the two forties. He was a good player. He was with a ton of potential, but still the 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 idea that he was going to get better, the idea that he was going to be able to to be the middle of the order guy, and 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 everybody was going to be wearing Harper jerseys. So. And if whoever gets Otani, can you imagine? Can you? I'm just thinking about. It. I'm getting so excited thinking about the idea of Otani Ed in a big market. And I'm not like the Angels are not Los Angeles. The Dodgers are Los Angeles, right? Right now, but in a oh, big, yeah. in, in, in New York, and we'll go through some of the markets. But can you imagine him in New York? Holy mackerel! It- I it, it, I can't see him going to a place that isn't, first of all, one of those big cities. Um, 
I don't even think it would be a place like Chicago. I really think it's going to be L.A. or New York. I have a very hard time imagining him going anywhere else. Okay, well, let's, let's, not, let's not bury the lead. Let's not spoil it. So when you look at I, – I, so I have an, there's a few different articles and there's odds and everything else where he's going to land. I'm just going to cherry pick this one from uh, CBS Sports and because it, I think it's the most recent one. And it had for the top four teams that they think that that Otani's going to end up with. And you tell me, and maybe you can give me your four, top four teams after. Uh-huh. And maybe they'll be exactly the same. I don't know. <laughs> um, number one is it? Don't say anything, but I'll just read them. Number one is the Dodgers. Number two is the Mets. Number three is the Giants, and number four are the Angels. All right, give me your top four. Uh, number one is the Dodgers. Number two is the Mets. Those two are for the. I, I yeah, but uh, number three, Yankees. Number four, Angels. The Angels. That's that's the sneaky part about this, right? The Angels almost can't. You know, they can't afford to lose them. It's yeah. weird. You have you have you get the you get what was, or I, you can still might say a lot of people say that at least the best position player. You have him for years upon years upon years. You give him this long-term deal, Mike Trout, $400 million deal, $420 million deal, and you're saying, this is what we're doing. We got our guy. And now you have to panic because you can't lose another guy. It's crazy. Anyway, I, I'm not – I so what I'm saying, I'm not sleeping on the Angels, Ed. No, no, they – I mean, just for marketing also, they have the money. Um, didn't Ar- Ar- Moreno or whoever just decided that they're keeping the team too? Yeah. So it's not like they're they're trying to, to like, uh, burn their whole uh, – the whole everything down so that someone new can come in and take it. Um, it would be – I mean, it's kind of like losing any player of that quality. I mean, it's a disaster. It's an unmitigated disaster if you if you lose that guy into the Angels. So they're going to be in it. But I – I mean, I think I think there's a reason everyone's saying the Dodgers and the Mets is the top two, though. Yeah, it does feel like the Dodgers, and this is sort of a guess and conspiracy theory a little bit. The Dodgers are loading up. You know, the Dodgers weren't enormous spenders um, this year, and you know they can talk about the luxury tax or whatever. But still, like if you're going to load up for a guy, load up for him. That's cool. Like that's good. But it's it's uh it. it it is. I think that I would. I'm going to give my top four. Um, I do think the Dodgers have to be number one, and I would say the Mets are right there. But I do think you have to go back to when Otani actually was filtering out teams that he actually interviewed with. I think the only he he interviewed with the Cubs, which is sort of bizarre, but everything else was sort of West Coast, and you see this a lot. You know, they they you know want to be a little bit closer to home. Um, and I don't know if that's changed or not. I can't remember. I should look this up if he interviewed with the Yankees. I know he did an interview with the Red Sox. The Red Sox desperately wanted to, and they had all these jerseys made up, Bruins, Celtics, Patriots with Otani in the back, which I surface the pictures of him like every time Otani does anything. But <sighs> it, 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 like that's good. And by the way, that Ed, that would have got him. The, the Otani Bruins jersey. Oh, you know what? Forget about that. You're like a country closer to uh to your your homeland playing on the west coast we have a bruins otani jersey that is going to make all the difference so anyway um so uh, i think that the west coast i i still say the dodgers so now i have uh another site here 
for the odds, this is the odds. This is a little more. Di- I mean, it doesn't really matter. It was at the end of the year. So um, the odds here, I think it's uh, covers.com, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> so no, no disrespect to them, but you know, whatever. I'm just, we're just getting, we're, uh, our, our, our go to is FanDuel. And until uh, they, I don't think they've put up their odds yet, but once they do, we'll cite them all the live long day. All right. So these are terrible odds, though. And so they have the Mets one at, you know, plus 175, Dodgers two at plus 350. Those are fine. But then they have the Cardinals. No way. What? Yeah, they have the Cardinals. What? Who made up this list? Terrible. Terrible. The Cardinals who got outbid for David Price? Yeah. The Cardinals who spent big on Wilson Contreras and that was it this year? Yeah. The, you know, maybe they're loaded. I don't know. The Giants, uh, again, the Rangers, you know, this was done before the Rangers spent all their money on pitching and still have Simeon and and Seager. So I don't think they're going to add it. I mean, as much money as they have, that would seem to be a, a long shot. The Blue Jays, I don't think he's going to Canada. No disrespect to the people, the fine people there. Yeah. Uh, the Yankee, then the Yankee, the Yankees are tied with the Blue Jays and the Rangers. Yankees have a better shot. Chicago White Sox. I mean, the Braves. I, the Braves are locking everybody up. I don't see them doing something like that. The Mariners. Yeah, that make sense. You know, the Mariners. Okay, the Mariners. Yeah, I don't think they spend the money, but you know, location wise, why not? Right. And there's no and there's no Cubs here. Like I said, he interviewed with the Cubs, but I guess they're just looking at it. Well, different regime, not spending the money, so forth and so on. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you, so you, you still think, you think the, you think the Dodgers, you're, you're with me. Yeah. The Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers just make the most sense. It's that he doesn't have to move very far, but he immediately moves to a much more historic and uh, for lack of better word, respected team, um, bigger market. Big, I, I don't know if this makes difference to it, but there is there's always been that connection between Japanese baseball and the Dodgers just have, just from Hideo Nobo coming there. So I don't know how much of a connection that makes, but there is the historic aspect of it too. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really and just with, yeah, just with them not spending that much this year, it seems like they're 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 charging up to get him. You know, you know a team we haven't mentioned, which is an obvious team, the Padres. What team? The Padres. <laughs> I mean, like, why yeah. not? Why not? Why not? It's uh, you know, it does bring it a little bit into no, because it does make sense. And next well, year they have two big name free agents coming up that there, maybe they can afford go. it after signing. Bogus. So, and we're gonna maybe we're, they can't. We're we're gonna um, we're gonna get uh, to that in a second because we're gonna go through some of the top free agents coming up. But it's interesting because the Padres are an interesting one for that exact reason, but I'm going to save that one before we move on to that from Otani. The other conversation about Otani is trading him at the deadline. If, if the angels stink, if the angels stink, right. Then if they don't trade them, they're stupid. They're stupid because I think that Otani isn't going to ride out the angels another bad year and say, oh, no, I'm going to trust that it's going to get better. This is make or break for the Angels. Either they're good or they're not. And and I don't think Otani is is of the mind of, like, hey, you know what, I'm going to stick around for a rebuild or this. You know, I've, you, you, I'm not trusting that we're going to be better. He wants to go to a team that they're going to be better. They're actually going to win. 
I would imagine. So do you think right now at the deadline, which is going to be, I mean, holy mackerel, if his name is being thrown around, it's going to be awesome. Do you think he'll be traded? Like if you were to guess right now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. If they're bad, I think he will be traded just because you, you see that with lesser players too. They you always look look at look at the you know, like the Rockies and Trevor story where they held on to him for whatever reason. He left and they got to the to the Red Sox and they got nothing for him. So you gotta think that if somebody that valuable, somebody that will actually get you one of these ridiculous projected trades like you know how we see those where it's like would who says no and it's like oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. prospects There's nothing wrong with the who says no i love a good who says no ed I oh but love, here's I like, the thing though. i love the fake trades here's the thing though here's the thing yeah if that if you're getting shohei otani the only yeah. team that says no is the angels right and so basically any fake trade with Shohei Itani involved and and I was on the radio this weekend and somebody called in and they were trying to do a fake trade for the Red Sox or Itani. And, and it's like Sedan Raffaella, Marcelo Meyer, and maybe, I don't know, someone else. I'm like, keep going, no, keep going, yeah. keep no, going. And, 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 you know, and, <laughs> and you think, and for a team to do that, you know, you have to be a team that has this, First of all, you have guys locked up. You're not going to need those minor leaguers because you're dealing. You're still dealing with half a year, man. Like you're still dealing with this at half a year, and so it, it's still like, if if I'm the Angels, you know, <laughs> I, I make sure that I get the right deal. I, I'm being a hypocrite because I said you better trade them, but I also make sure I get the right deal because you know it's that that those sort of deals define teams. Those sort of deals can make an enormous, enormous difference. What were some of the ones that I I just saw from um from this past trade deadline that, you know, have already uh I think that they involved the Cubs. Um oh yeah, yeah, like Rizzo, the Rizzo, like the 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 prospect that they got back from the Rizzo trade is now like a real top prospect. I should know his name. 
Um, I apologize. I did not study up. But, you know, the, those are the ones, those are the trades, even half a year trades define teams. So, um, well, I, one, one more thing to note with that also, the Angels kind of, when you say make or break for them, it's really never been more make or break because think about how much they could get for Otani if they traded him with a full season of it. Oh, and they're already right. not doing that. Like what they they could buy an entire new minor league system with all of the prospects they get for or whatever. Right. They have to win this year. They yeah, really and, have to win this and, year. And you know what? It's, 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 it's listen, we, we seen this with other teams um, where it's a tough one. You go into a contract year and you, you, you know, you have to keep the guy, you know, that like is the foundation of the fan base. You know that this person is really important to winning. But to me, it always comes back to, you get to this time of year in February. I think you have to make close to your best offer. Like, honestly, Ed, like, I think you have to make close to your best offer and say, and get an idea if the guy is going to realistically sign. Because if he isn't realistically going to sign, then as much as it hurts, you got to trade him. Like, you have to trade him. And because, number one, you're getting back better prosper, better uh, haul, not even question. And number two is not you're left in no man's land of figuring out whether you can sign them or not. And I, I don't know, like teams sort of do that, but we saw this with Bogarts. But that was another example. You know, it's and they almost like had to, and they basically had to pay more because of Devers. But you, you, or you, you have to give what you think is going to be your best offer. And then if if you get the sense that he's not going to take it, then you trade him. That's it. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't know if the Angels have done that. But I know that they sure doesn't look like they're going to trade him anytime soon. So, but here's the thing: I think that if they manage, say this is a really incredibly good season for the Angels. It's the best that they've been since uh, Michael Trout's been with them. They make the playoffs. They get to the ACL. Did I call him Michael Trout? Sorry, very formal. I like it. <laughs> well, well he, he, he was the answer on a Jeopardy question the other day for Athletic Michaels. Oh, really? Did yeah, they had that. him on it. They had yeah, they had like Michael Johnson on it. The the runner. Yeah, it was uh, that was our last week. That almost doesn't even count because no one calls him Michael except you. So well, there they, you go. They call, yeah, no, well, you know when you're really close with him, which I guess the mm. creators of Jeopardy are also, mm. then he's Michael. Oh, there you go. The two degrees <laughs> of separation from Jeopardy. At hand, let's go. Uh, oh, so, it's not two degrees. My sister was on Jeopardy. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait. Was she? Yeah, yeah, in 2014. Did she, how'd she do? She was winning going into Final Jeopardy, um, and she bet too much and, and got the answer wrong in Final Jeopardy. All three of them got it wrong, but she bet more than the other ones oh, did. Oh, how, so how much was, of a dagger is that? How much How much is, does that hurt for her? Did, was she really, really, like, was that a tough one to take for her? Oh, you froze up. Oh, no. Oh. Why am I oh, there you go. I got you. Yeah, sorry about uh, that. No, that's all right. So yeah, was that? Sorry about for, that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the total was that she bet, but it was it was a how, lot. How was her mood after? Was it happy to be there, or was it? Was I it, think I think I it was a little it. bit of happy to be there and a little disappointed. Um, because okay. she was like, um, she did academic decathlon in high school. Um, okay. which is you know it's like team team Jeopardy and like 
but she was on they were state champions she got to go to the national championship in like um i think it alternated every year my year of high school was in hawaii her years uh her year it was erie pennsylvania oh um wait yeah so she you were, you were in high school in hawaii the, yeah they would have they had it at a high school in hawaii oh, I got um, you. Oh, right, sorry okay. no I, I didn't go there it was okay. they alternate with the championship every year sorry <laughs> what um what uh was there did she have to answer any sports questions um, she didn't have any, although she was asking me like baseball trivia beforehand. No, the question that got us, well, that got her in Final Jeopardy, um, it was a movie question. Actually, it was what Oscar-winning movie um, was based on a short story called The Invisible Man. Hmm. What was it? Um, it was It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Here's yeah, which makes sense if you've seen Christmas movies, it makes sense. But we're Jewish; we didn't grow up on any of these movies, okay. so we never saw. We had, neither of us had ever seen "It's a Wonderful Life." We were oh, both that's like, unfair. Oh, no, that's unfair. And, yeah, it was. You know, it was just one of those things. The um, well, I, guys, yeah, you ever see the movie "White Man Can't Jump"? Yes. Oh yes. wait, no, but it's been a long time. It's yeah, I remember but part of it. part of that movie is that um, uh, what's her name? Rosie Perez, Rosie Perez, is that her name? The actress. She, so, yeah, I she, think that was like her. her character. Like, is studying. That's her goal in life is to be on Jeopardy, and she just studies and just studies all the time, studies all the time. So you have to actually study to be on Jeopardy. Like when you, oh yeah, you get the call. You're like basically reading encyclopedias, or in this case, now for not eighty year olds, look at the internet. You know, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it was for her and for a lot of these people that do academic, it's like getting called to the big leagues and then however long you can make your run, like that's like your that that that's that's like your major league cup of coffee, you know? Well, there you go. Michael Trout's the big winner. And speaking of being called to the big <laughs> leagues, um, the big leagues will have besides Shohei Atani, there will have a couple other big, big free agents. It's gonna be would you say that next year's free agent class is spicier than this one no but i think the pitching's a lot better and that's exciting okay okay all right but we had mentioned and this we're going to morph the atani and next year other free agents san diego is being a possibility and why we say san yeah. diego might be a possibility is you have machado and soto right correct yep you have machado and soto and you can't have all of them can't have all of them so here's the question I have for you, Ed, GM Ed, is would you trade, would you sign Otani and let Machado and Soto go? It's a great question. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, honestly, I, I would, if I had to pick between the three, between just Shohei Otani or Manny Machado and Juan Soto, I think I'm going Machado and Soto. I would agree because it's baseball. Yeah. Once again, they don't. They don't. I, I always say they don't run isolations for outfielders. In this case, they don't run isolations for pitchers, outfielders, and hitters, and whatever. But still, you know, as good as he does is, you know, you still need you not you need as much you not you need as much star power on the on a diamond as you can get. I think. And this is yeah. the, the the obvious example. of This is you know the fact that where Otani's coming from. I mean, yeah. So I agree. I agree. That's a tough one, though. That's a good question. I might put yeah. up a poll and, on that one. But they might be if they. Here's the thing, though: if they don't get Machado back and they lose you, Darvish, do you take that money and try to invest it in uh, in Otani? Because, because Darvish is a free agent, also they're paying him quite a bit of money, right? 
Uh, so what's so if they you lose you Darvish and lose like Machado, you said those two, yeah, and then you but you try to sign Soto, you try to get Soto and Otani. I mean, think of, not that they care, but that I mean, Soto's like what? I mean, he turned down. What did he turn out four forty or something like that? Yeah, yeah, with the Nationals. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, crazy. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think it has anything to do with it. I mean, I just think I, I think that I think they have it. I think that you need players. You need really, really good players, and not just one. I, I don't trade if I can get two really impactful players for. Then I take the two impactful players over as yeah. impactful as Otani is. It's yeah. I mean the the you look at the Angels and once again they're the 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 poster for just like how baseball teams really you get, get sucked into this. Everyone, no one had a problem with them signing Trout. I mean, you have to sign that deal, right? He's a transcendent player. You do whatever you can to sign Otani. But you cannot have that much percentage of your payroll go to Anthony Rendon. Like, you can't miss on that. That was – talk about a luxury item that has been anything but a luxury. That's crazy. I mean, that was just – yeah. You can't do that. You can't – so what I'm saying is that why the Padres are spending money on these guys, They to, to right now as we sit here, it doesn't seem like they're missing on these guys. These guys aren't busts. No. So, Yeah. So anyway, what um so who else we got in the next year free agent class? Well, there's Machado. There aren't a ton of position players, but there are some a couple of interesting third basemen because there's Machado and there's Matt Chapman from the uh the Blue Jays, who isn't as much of a yeah, he had home runs and he plays really, really good defense. So he's somebody that could be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good one. How how about the other position players? Um Teoscar Hernandez and the outfield. Yeah, that's then it drops down. So there you go. It drops down. Yeah, it drops down so, in a hurry. Um, a guy that I personally find interesting because he's a Jorge shortstop. Alfaro? Um, well, Alfaro, yes, actually. But he I think, may, you know, there's always the chance he gets extended before the end uh, of uh, the end of the true. season. So that's true. Yeah, uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna guess anything now because if it plays out how I want it to, we're seeing fifty home runs out of the uh, guy. All right, all right, there you go. Uh, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who? who yeah. Who's um, Rosario. Ahmed Rosario on okay. the Guardians. I think is an, is a is a pretty interesting player. I don't. He's not. It's it's just funny going from the four short stuff we had this year to Rosario being the clear like overall favorite of them. Yeah. How about the pitchers? Oh, there are some nice pitchers on this one. Um, you know, because Otani's obviously on there, but yeah. then you've got Julio Urias. Um, from the Dodgers also. You've got um Aaron Nola from the Phillies is on that list. Um, you've got you've got a couple of Darvish who I mentioned. You've got guys that you can legitimately feel comfortable putting in the one and two spot in the rotation. Mm. So it's uh it's it's very different than it was uh this year, I think, where well, you know, I think there was that just, he, like really one reliable guy. Yeah, but I mean and as you mentioned these names, it's like, you know, who who are the teams loading up to get? That that's the big question, right? And so right now it's probably Soto and Otani. As good as Machado, I guess Machado too. Yeah. But what is how old is Machado now? He's Machado is uh, going to be t- uh, thirty this year, I believe. Okay. All right. So you know he still could get a decent, pretty good cut contract. 
I mean, he it's interesting. He signed the ten year three hundred million dollar contract. I mean, he could he could improve on that. I mean, in terms of the AAV anyway. But you look at you have to figure that the Dodgers, the Mets, and probably the Padres are all teams that have shown. Well, the uh, the Mets and the Padres definitely have shown that they don't care. They're just like, we don't care about the luxury tax, whatever. The Dodgers strategically probably don't care because they're loading up and they have shown the ability to spend a lot of money on, on teams. I mean, the, the Rangers would be sort of the wild card in this because they are spending a lot of money, but they've spent so much money in the last two years. I can't imagine. And those are, I mean, it's not like one or two year commitments. They're going to be hanging around a little bit. So um, even Degrom, yeah, I mean Degrom. I mean, you're still talking three three years down the road, and obviously with Simeon and Seager, uh, that's you know that's going to be a while. Um, You know, I'm trying to think of any other team that feels like oh they're they're ready to spend some money. The Oakland A's, no. Uh, I do think that you're underselling Julio Urias a little bit there. I think that he's – because he's one of these young front-line pitchers that you really can build around. So if he's healthy at the end of the year, if he has another year like Give me his contract. Give me his contract right now. For Urias? Yeah. No, no, no. Not what he's making now. Assuming he has a good year, what would GM Ed pay him? If I'm being honest, I'm a very big Urias guy. Okay. I would give him right. the same. I would give him the same average, like yearly value as a Degrom. Ooh, what's that? That's like forty I think you million dollars. You pay him like a true. Yeah, you pay him like a true ace. How old is he? He's like oh, he's young. He was an eighteen-year-old rookie. That's right. Oh, man, I remember that. That's how old I am. Uh, so he's young. He's already been through the like the Tommy John stuff. He's got that fresh elbow. So Urias is only 26, yep. 26. Uh, he's obviously, you know, it's, it's hard to argue. And it's funny, but he, he gets slept on a lot because not literally, but he gets slept on a lot, <laughs> you know, but he's like, you look at 2021, yeah, I mean, just- 2021, 20 and three <laughs> with a 2.96 ERA. How do you finish seventh in the Cy Young? What happened? I have no idea. I think people just forgot starts? about him. Yeah, I think that they just forgot about him because, you know, he was one of these guys who came up really young, 19 years old in uh, 2016, and then he got hurt. So he was out for, for a few years there, How you know? Um, so he goes, yeah. so in the last two years, Ed, he's 30, Not you know, I know wins or whatever, but it's, we'll use it as a jumping off point. He's 37 and 10. His, he has in both years he's had a, a ERA under three. Last year he led the league with a two one six ERA. He last year he led the league with a one ninety four ERA plus. He finished last. Oh, finally the voters yeah. wised up. They he finished third in the Cy Young last year. But you're right. I mean, you you yeah. my friend are correct. Who like that's the thing. I rather have him as a pitcher than Otani. I just yeah. said it. There you go. Yeah. Less wear and tear on the elbow. You know, people um, people were talking about, oh, you've got to make your play this year for a starting pitcher. But if I'm a team that's really holding out to give that big contract to a pitcher, I'm waiting because I don't think any of the guys this year, even, you know, Verlander, amazing pitcher, but he's 40. You know, you can't build, you can't plan to build for today and for the future with Justin Verlander. No. So, like, Arias is the only pitcher I can think of that really uh, fits that build. 
Man, and he's a Boris guy. He's a Boris guy. Oh, he's he's getting he's getting paid. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, so, yeah, that's that's a good one. I mean, I think that that's of all the free agents, like you know, so we know sort of where Soto stands because he turned down that money. You know, Machado, you know, same thing. Whatever. Urias is going to be a sneaky one. That's a good one. So if you had to rank your, if you you do an excellent job ranking the free agents, um, give me your top four. Give me your top four free agents right yeah. now. So it's hard. It's so it's. I mean, you can't put anybody ahead of Otani. Like that's a, he's right. generational. He yeah. really is. He's like multi generational. Yeah, I so agree. He's number one. Um, so I kind of look at Manny Machado as almost being like what Xander Bogarts was this year, except he doesn't have all those other shortstops to compete against. So I think he's going to get a deal like that. But I'd put Urias ahead of Machado, honestly. I think just because he's young, he's just much younger. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's a case to be made. Is it His talent is harder to replicate. Um, yeah, definitely a case yeah, to be made. Then, and you don't, even, like you said, to get a pitcher, like that's the thing. We get hitters. That young every once in a while, Machado is one of them. Yeah. But to get a pitcher that young, that's not that's yeah. not normal. Uh, I mean, it just makes me think about like if in a different timeline, Jose Fernandez, oh, what yeah. he would be negotiating right now. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, Urias would be my number two. Then Machado at number three. One of the other pitchers, probably maybe Nola. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, um, one but, of the other pitchers, maybe like Aaron Nola, maybe. Yeah. Man. So Soto is making, he's going to make $23 million in 2023. And so, you know, you're right. I mean, you're going to have to make a decision on him one way or the other, right? So, um, yeah, 2024. Oh, man, he's going to make it to four years of arbitration eligibility for Juan Soto. Um, yeah. As it's there is a big drop off. We go through the free agent class. There is a big drop off. My, all my my apologies to T. Oscar Hernandez and his family, but there's a big drop off. There just is. Otani, yeah. I mean, uh, Arias, and uh, Machado. Boom, boom, boom. Right, those That's are the it. big three. Yeah, and only one of them is going to have their big, own cleat. big three. Twenty twenty three. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. So, all right. Well, we, 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 you know, this is spice a lot spicier than Michael Walker talk. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, I, it was a good fun. It was fun. I like the Otani stuff is, is crazy to me. It's fun. It's going to be, it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. You know, we could do like a, and like every couple of weeks, we could do like a 15 minute Otani check. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I just hope he stays healthy. I hope he has a great year. And, and, you know, honestly, Ed, I hope the Angels have a good year. I, I think that, I think a lot of people in baseball feel that way. It's like we, you know, as good as Trout is and Otani is, like, I think that people in baseball want to see them in the postseason. Like, that would be a great dynamic. So can, can you imagine the coverage for Michael Trout's first real playoff run? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, but, great. but yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. I'm not picking them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Astros are good. I mean, you can't yeah. pick against them for the division. Well, I mean, so. we've talked about this in that division. You already have, even without the Angels, you have the Mariners. You know, yep. they're going to be good. The Rangers, I think they're going to be good. And obviously the Astros. So, 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's great. It's great. We're in February. Now we're talking baseball. We've been talking baseball, but now we're, we're kind of talking baseball with with the with the images of green grass and baseballs being flung all over the place. Um, that's great. All right, yeah, Ed. It's, good, it's awesome, isn't it? Hell yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, Ed, Good stuff. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 